Welcome to the 200th episode of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg. My co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren? Off his full. Um, <coughs> hungry. Um, <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, last day of uh, bachelorhood um, for a bit. The, the wife yeah, is well. somewhere between me and you in the skies, like I was saying. Um and um, yeah, looking forward to the weekend, which is supposed to be warm here in the east. Yeah, you send you send it over, and then it gets cold again, and it gets warm again. Like all the flowers that you know Jeff sends me pictures of are dying here because people are trying to garden. Like it's annoying. They'll garden. They're like, eh, da, 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 and then you know it's snowing, and then they don't have a garden anymore, and then they have to build a garden again. So it's that kind of weather. Jeff Gammons back. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing all right. Um, uh, and uh, clearly, I, I'm failing at introductions because I didn't have food in my mouth. Uh, I, <laughs> and I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I do have a bottle with uh, something to drink in it. So let's just say I have a uh, a liter of of Spirit Hound gin. I mean, it's actually water, but let's let's say it's Spirit Hound Gin to help celebrate. And uh, and Warren, your weather oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it got up to eighty Fahrenheit here today, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't have my window air conditioners in yet, so I'm pretty sure it's still ninety Fahrenheit in my place right now. It isn't like Boulder. You're in you're near Boulder, right? I'm there. I'm like right now in the middle of Boulder, so yeah, yeah, I'm near it. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't picture hot when I picture that town. You should. It can, um, it can get hot it, here. It, it but all uh, of I'm the sh- seasons, all in one day. I yeah, we and that we can that voice too. But yeah, but go ahead. We'll talk about that voice on the weather is podcast. Our our wonderful guest. Glad to be back. Glad you're back here. Is Kelly Gomond? How you doing, Kelly? I'm doing very well. Uh, thank you so much for having me on episode 200. Here's to 200 yeah. more. Woo. Give you a nice product shot episode, there. Yep. Right. You were on, one, you were on 100 gym. and now you're on 200. So <laughs> I got the non-alcoholic beer. And, uh, so yes, uh, yeah, we are celebrating 200 episodes. Uh, it's been uh, quite a ride and we're having a lot of some fun and we'll continue to have fun here. And uh, uh, I started going back in the archives a little bit and just to kind of reminisce, see what, see what was talked about. So we'll kind of touch upon that a little bit and see where, where things have evolved with Apple. I won't go too much about the history. We did that. If you want to hear that again, you can hear that in episode 100 because I did a lot of, the, a lot of that stuff. So, um, but, uh, I do have a, a good special announcements coming up too, as well in a few minutes here about the, a new, uh, new way to donate to the show. And, uh, well, we'll also have a lot of, a lot of news to talk about here. So why don't we just jump right into the news here this week? Uh, First, first uh, story here. This was about the HomePod. The HomePod, the old HomePod. You know that one that got discontinued. It's appreciating in value following its discontinuation. The original HomePod, which Apple discontinued in March of 2021, now appears to be appreciating in value on the online marketplace sites. Uh, this was uh, the Verge actually uh, sh- uh, showed this is on Mac Rumors on you know, going through this. And when it debuted, it was $349, reduced to $299 a year later. And then, of course, lackluster sales. Apple discontinued it. Uh, but since then, the prices are going really high here. Like 
$347 and some people are paying even more than that for these because they are, you know, hard, hard, hard to do. But it's, Jeff, what do you think of this? I mean, you're the, you're the big home card guy. I, I'm, I'm not surprised that, that they're still popular, but as long as Apple continues to support them, I think we'll be, we'll be okay. I, this is frustrating. Because <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want you led with you first. <laughs> uh, I mean, Watching the prices go up on these. All right, here's the deal. Uh, I bought a single OG HomePod when they came out. And after it got discontinued, my first thought was, well, thank God I only bought one. Now, my second thought was, (laughs) well, actually, it would be nice to have a stereo pair. So now that they're not going to be available anymore and the price starts dropping, I'll be able to pick one up for pretty cheap on Craigslist before too long. And I have been watching the prices continually go up and I'm, and I keep thinking, well, I guess I'm never going to have a a stereo pair of the OG home pods. And I, and I do see the delicious irony in the, the uh, price of these is going up now that they're not available, considering how many people complained about them when they, uh, when they came out and complained so about the expensive. price <laughs> and, uh, and now here we are where it's not available anymore. And people are saying, well, actually I really kind of wanted it. So I guess I'll pay $500 for one. Okay. Yeah. Kelly, what do you, what do you think? Do you have, well, you have, you have a full home pod? I, think no, you have minis. I, I do have not minis. have a home pod max. I only have a home pod yeah. mini. Um, but part of the reason I didn't is because it was meant to be like your, your nice big actual speaker that happened to have a voice assistant in it. We've talked about that before and I've solved that problem in most places. The mini is different in two major ways. First of all, um, it's not quite as much speaker and therefore not quite as much money. Uh, so it serves a different purpose for a lot of people. Like it's, I never anticipated a HomePod mini being the primary audio output for the giant television, uh, you know, for example. Um, and that was like one of the ways they were marketing was like, you don't need a sound bar. You can just get a couple of these. And I'm like, really? Um, so at my house, like the original pitch for that didn't really fly. Uh, the mini, we have like a collection of them around my house now. Uh, and the interesting thing to me about them is, uh, first of all, like, like I said, they are very different products, but also, um, and I'll probably need one of you to correct me on this. It's thread or, or matter. It does uh, have thread support. Yes. The mini has thread support. The mini has it that the, the OG does not. Correct. So, uh, you, I don't think you can use the OG or at least at some point it's not going to work as well as your resident device for home kit shenanigans. Um, but cause I'm not entirely sure if you can even do that with a mini. I know you can do it with an iPad or an Apple TV, but I don't remember. Oh yeah. Uh, both, both home pods do, uh, uh, home. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's going to be a lot. Home. It will end up being yeah. a lot less useful. Um, once the, on the, you know, for, for the OG home pod, uh, if you can't, if it doesn't have thread and matter support, because that's where a lot of things are moving to. So um, I just think it's, it's uh, like Jeff was saying, you know, it's, it's sort of entertaining that people went, well, you know, 350 is too expensive. I'm never going to buy one. And now that they're like 550 people, are like, oh, okay. So I think it's more yeah. for collectors. I don't, I don't think anybody's buying them because they want it. 
as a speaker. I think maybe it's appreciating because it's not being made anymore. Um, you know, because people like to do stupid things like that on eBay, um, mostly. Um, yeah, they're screwing me because I, mean, I actually would like to have one <laughs> for a stereo pair. Because so, people is a pretty compelling <laughs> argument for a great many things. Well, yes. Jeff, Jeff, let me get into my story and this might interest you then. So I have two. I have a black and white one. And um, they're behind me, or they were both behind me, and, and I never listened to them. We have a beach house. I have a bunch of uh, home kit stuff there that only seems to work if I have a home kit device there. So I only have one Apple TV and one iPad, and I'm not leaving them at the beach. Although I thought about putting the Apple TV there because now the Apple TV app is kind of everywhere, but I, I didn't. So I'm like, all right, I got an idea. Um, so it's, I got a home, you know, when you're in the house, it's great because home kit works when you're in the house on the same Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. but you, you need the home, you need a home pod. Like Kelly said, you either need a home pod, um, a iPad or a Apple TV to act as a hub, which lets you connect remotely from somewhere else to control your home and see your home. So, um, so I'm like, all right. So I took one over to the house uh, last weekend, uh, one of the home pods, which kind of made me cry a little bit because I'm like, I never listened to them, but stereo. But I never <laughs> listened to them. But there's two of them, but I never listened to them. There's a TV right there. If I put my Apple TV, I, but I'm never down here to do that. So I'm like, fine. So I split them up, brought one to the beach, set up my, I, I was replacing my August lock because of reasons over there, but whatever. Um, put the home pod in, things look great. I come home and I can't see it. So I don't know, you know, it's a pain in the ass. Now I got to figure out why, why that's not working. Anyways, the moral of the story is if this doesn't work and I end up just getting like a mini over there or a Apple TV over there or whatever, uh, you know, I don't listen to them. So we'll see what we could do. We could talk. <laughs> okay. We, we can talk. We can talk. But stereo. But I don't listen to him. But Jeff wants one. But he'll Jeff pay you for him. What would I do with that money? But I. But stereo. You're gonna buy another <laughs> Apple buy Watch another so you can put a beta on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Speaking of beta. Speaking of beta, when I just disappeared three minutes ago, mm-hmm. my M1 decided just to turn off and on on me. What did first, I just there, say? There you first, go. First, so Let's, like you know that's the first time beta. Well, you know what? Could be beta. Maybe not. You know, maybe what happened right. to you too. We'll, we'll hold that to our beta discussion here. Sure. Uh, uh, next story here: Apple releases a new firmware for the MagSafe battery pack. Uh, Apple has appeared appears to have released updated firmware for the, the MagSafe battery pack that is compatible with the iPhone 12 and iPhone 13, and that those both, of course, support the MagSafe accessories. Uh, it looks like it was going over the air as as uh, as of this week. So. Uh, version is 2.7.b.0. Uh, you'll be able to see if it's done. But they usually quietly update these uh, battery packs. Uh, I don't personally have one of these, but uh, I guess that you find that they are uh, relatively popular. But it had been it had been updated previous in December of, of 2021. So they're not selling well. I think five people have the things because yeah. I mean, I say yeah. yeah wait till to, wait till they discontinue them, Warren. They're going to go yeah. up in value. They're going to go up in value. So make sure you buy two now for a charging pair. A charging pair, a black yeah, one. Yeah, charging a pair. One, yeah, just like these. Actually, I could buy a black one and a white one and just stick them on my home pod and see what happens. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, 
in the Mac to the Future group, we talked about it and nobody sees the value of that. The the one that was attached to the yeah. case uh, in previous versions, mm-hmm. I almost saw the value more than this because. Really? Well, yeah, because there's because, yeah, there's effort in keeping that battery pack somewhere. So yeah. you know, you're going to go somewhere and not going to have it. You know, you're going to walk out and not have it. The one that's stuck on the case, you, you 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 have to live with it. So, I mean, that's why, I mean, MagSafe, I found MagSafe is fun. Switching out MagSafe things on my phone too much is not fun. So, you know, it's, right. sure. you know what I mean? So, I mean, I have, I actually have a, a it's upstairs, but I have a knockoff one, a MagSafe one. It's a charger. And, you know, I stick it in my bag. I'm sure it works just because it was half the price on Amazon or whatever it was, but it was fine. But, uh, you know, again, uh, you said it too, Dave, the 13 batteries. Oh, it's, that's I was going to say that. It's, yeah. it's absolutely phenomenal. Yes, I mean, I'd be lucky I got down the 40, 60% on my my 13 Pro Max. And, yeah, the, the night. my wife got the 13. Yeah, my wife got the 13. I told you she went from 11 to 13. She's like. She's got to be so happy with it. She's like. She, she said it a few times. The thing I noticed about this phone that the biggest thing I noticed is a battery, and yeah, you know, I never have to charge it. Well, so maybe it's just um, you know, this is going to end up being a, a just me sort of situation, but uh, at least on this panel, anyway. Um, I you're, generally you're the only woman. Well, I'm the only lots of things, sweetie. Um, I'm the only one here. I'm the only one here who carries a purse, and so I always have a battery in my purse. Oh, uh, I don't know about for that. whatever. Well, yeah, Jeff has one. Jeff has a bag. I don't know if it goes everywhere. Mine does. It, it goes um, most places, and I'm okay if you want to call it a purse. It, it okay. doesn't bother me. So well, I didn't know if it went everywhere. I know it goes lots of places. So um, and we have cargo pants. I always have. Yeah, and they hold an actual phone, which is a separate podcast. Um, <laughs> since I always have a battery, uh, I've switched to a MagSafe battery, and I have this one from Anchor that I really like. And the hmm. reason that I like it is because, A, it's way cheaper than the $99 one that Apple just released the firmware update for. But also, it's got this little, the back yeah, pops yeah, yeah. open, Makes and then it turns into a, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, that's out, clever. But, so it yeah. turns into a kickstand, yeah. and it will hold my phone. I haven't tried it on a Pro Max. But mm-hmm. on a 12 Pro, it holds it fine and you can like tap on it and all kinds of stuff, you know, and it'll just sit mm-hmm. really solidly. So I prefer this and I always have one in my bag. So it's it's nice to have one as a, you know, in case because, you know, that having something like that at the bottom of my bag is how I maintain the title of Swiss Army Wife. So mm-hmm. I like to. So I always make sure I have something handy. And that one is one that I really like. So MagSafe has been much nicer because I don't have to carry around an extra cable with this to charge. I don't have to carry a bunch of cables to charge it up again. I don't have to do anything. You know, I don't have to go through a bunch of extra gyrations if I just want to make sure I've got enough in there mm-hmm. if something happens and my phone is low. So I really appreciate having the opportunity to have something really small like this that isn't a whole nother case that I have to put on like the smart battery case was. And I don't have to um, hassle with a bunch of cables. If I want to use it, I just slap it on the back of my phone, like near the back of my phone. It works. Mm-hmm. And then I move on with mm-hmm. my life. So I where, really like the MagSafe for that. Where it, stops, where, where it becomes more of a problem is uh, if you drive and you have a MagSafe uh, mount in your car, mm-hmm. uh, then you come home and your nightstand and your nightstand has a MagSafe thing that would the watch and, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, I know it, it's, the idea is nice. 
that you have a nice place to click something onto the back to do things to it. Mm-hmm. But the idea, like my MagSafe, I do have the MagSafe and I have a pop socket wallet. Right? Yeah. And, which weren't showing. Which I'm showing. <laughs> and it's, um, I love it. You know, it holds one mm-hmm. card. And, but, you know, now when I come into my car, you know, I have to pull this off. I put my phone up. I'm like, now what am I going to do with this? I actually put up another MagSafe, uh, an- another magnet charger stand thing in my car just for this. So I <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good and it does a lot of things, but again, it's a lot of popping off and popping on is, is not as cool as having a battery case, even though the battery case looked like it was pregnant. Uh, and giving birth to oh, a battery. I, I had plenty of Mophies over the years. So yeah. I've had those. I had I started with Mo, uh, the Mophie cases, and then I stopped them because the the, 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 the port the port kept coming out in the bottom. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. the the uh, the yeah. USB came loose, and then when the uh, the battery pack came out, we got that um, with the phone, and then you know my I should show you a picture my son mangled one up so badly I've never seen it like anything like that but basically it's it's, it's ugly and bumpy and whatever all right let, let's go ahead and move on here Can we talk uh, more about this battery pack uh, no. we're talking about a short story here uh next story here <laughs> Apple may have already inked a deal for the NFL Sunday ticket uh, back in July rumors that suggested that Apple was pursuing pursuing streaming rights for the National Football League's Sunday ticket package. And uh, as of this week, there's a report suggesting that the deal's already been done. Of course, that's a rumor. Uh, it's something that Apple's, they described, it's Apple's to lose. Uh, but uh, they're, they're saying it's, uh, it, it could be very possible. It's a good gun deal here. It's going to be costing them a lot of money here, $2.5 billion per season. Yeah. Uh, it's been on, it's been on NF, it's, it's been on direct TV forever. And, 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 and their, that contract's expired. Uh, so this could be another, Another piece of the puzzle for for Apple with uh, uh, with sports, if they do that and I'm and they continue to keep that price, boy, this is for I know many of you here are not big sports fans, but uh, it's this is big. I mean, this if this mm-hmm. happens, I mean, go along with the Friday night baseball that they already signed out with Major League Baseball. I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is going to be something that's uh, really going to make Apple TV Plus very attractive to. Some, most people well, who are not, who, are, who do like sports NFL, like NFL is the big one, right? Like of all of them, yeah. like that's the one, I mean, there's way more games in, in major league baseball. Um, right. and you know, and, and some things have kind of already gone there and like, as far as, you know, being able to see more of those things online, but football is the one that like feels like the nut that everyone's trying to crack when it comes to sports. Uh, Charlotte Henry and I over on the edition uh, talked about this on uh, her show. And Mm -hmm. part of the reason we were talking about it was because uh, it sort of felt like if Apple could really nail baseball with the Friday night baseball stuff that they uh, announced earlier this year, then maybe, uh, you know, it's going to be the kind of thing that, you know, look how great we can do with baseball because of all the additional ecosystem benefits that come from having Apple broadcast that game. Like there's the 24 seven channel. I think it is on Apple TV plus where you can Mm -hmm. get all you can eat baseball. It's like, you know, BNN all baseball all the time. Right. Um, And then there's like, you can follow your favorite baseball teams in the news app and you can, you know, like you can add all these other things that are sort of bonus 
you know, frills to that sort of package. And it's still only five bucks a month for baseball. So if you don't like baseball, it's five bucks a month. If you think the sun rises and sets on the New York Mets, then it's five bucks a month. And if they can do the same sort of thing with football, it feels like the engagement would be huge. The, you know, the, the eyeballs and the bandwidth and the, the pieces of people's lives, you know, that go into that stuff would be huge. And it really seems like it would be a good fit. And I was reading a, an article just before Charlotte and I recorded that episode. Um, mm-hmm. I was reading an article about how like of the hundred most watched television events of the previous year, 75 of them were football games. So yep. some college, some pro, but football, like, and it was not close. So I feel like hopefully uh, this is what I personally don't watch a lot of football. So sure. It's not going to matter to me one way or another. I'm just sort of interested in how this is going to affect other streaming services, uh, TV rights. You know, Apple does seem like a company that's that would be able to maybe kick the door in on some of these blackout restrictions and some of the, the nonsense that goes into broadcast sport. And maybe there's an opportunity to help fix some of that and make it a little more palatable for everybody, because some people are paying no money instead of paying a little bit of money and would be very happy to pay a little bit of money or even more than a little if it meant that they would get to watch every Seattle Seahawks game or whatever. And most like in most places, like an exorbitant amount of money cannot get you every one of those games. So I'm hopeful that maybe um, Apple will be the company that can make something like that happen for folks who do want to watch. Yeah. Um, so let's get anything else. We'll go ahead and move on. To, uh, no, I well, yeah. Go ahead. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, just real fast. I, I just want to, uh, cause I know you, you're, you're a big giants fan. So <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I'm surprised you didn't ask me uh, what was going on with this, but um, anyways, I'm a giants fan. That's in Pennsylvania. And now we have problems going, uh, getting the away games. And that's been for a while since we moved out of state. So we, my, my experience so far has been direct TV. My neighbor, when we first got here, my neighbor had the dish and the NFL package and he gave me his log on one year. That was cool uh, to log on to the, uh, the direct TV version. <laughs> so then that stopped happening. And then um, last year, my um, son went to college and he went, Oh, actually, before that, real fast, I used to live in England and I lived in London for a couple of years and DirecTV or the NFL ticket lets you buy a game pass and the game pass over there lets you see all the games. And you can only do that out of country. If you come to the United States, it says you can't do it anymore. If you go to right. different countries, it says you, you, know, you can. So that was cool, too. Then when I came back here, um, we survived for a year or two. And then my son was going to college and I saw a commercial that said you can now get DirecTV without the dish. For uh, you could get the Sunday ticket without the dish if your kid right. goes Training. to college, only for a college student. And um, I got that. He, uh, but he was away in Ireland the first semester, and he called me up and said, "Doesn't work." I'm like, "Crap!" So what I did is I paid for the NFL Sunday ticket that you could get overseas while I was out there, but didn't cancel the Directv, and I'm so I used it. I used his account. And now we could go use it going forward. The whole story, the whole point of the story is it's an S show uh, trying to get what Kelly was saying, trying to get football in, you know, yeah. anyway, whether, you know, 
there's and that's trying a... to do it legitimately. That's somebody who says, like, I would pay an exorbitant sum to watch yeah. every game right. and cannot. Right. And then people end up going to like, you know, like uh, shitty websites trying to do it. It's a mess. You know, we've all been there trying to do it and trying to get the game to, to watch on, offline or not here. But, um, you know, the, the problem is going to be if Apple's not going to be able if I'm in New Jersey, a Giants fan, and I get Giants for free on the TV over the antenna, and all of a sudden I have to pay Apple some money to get the Giants that I could get on the antenna, there's going to be rioting at a Giants stadium and at a Cup Cupertino. They're not, that's not going to happen, so you can't do that. But if they could come up with a package similar to DirecTV or even better, I would love like uh, uh, Apple to do something like, uh, like you were saying, if you want to watch every Giants game, you don't have to pay the 300 or whatever, 400 we'll, we'll chop them up. You could see, maybe you could have an NFC pass or whatever it is, but you know, hell I would pay per game if I could like in, you know, almost like, you know, um, you know, like, uh, like a la carte, a la carte, but there, there used to be a way, uh, I'm trying to think the, the, the channel on cable where you could use to watch the sporting events and things like pay-per-view? that. Pay-per-view? Pay-per-view. That's it. So yeah. like, but, but like something like that. <laughs> but um, anyways, I think um, I, yeah, I'm excited too. Anyways, that's, I, I, yeah. I would love this to happen. And Apple seems they have the money, Jeff, to, you know, they could spend it. They didn't yeah. go yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and move on off the story here. Uh, Next uh, story here, Apple Maps. They added cycling directions, which is now available in Chicago, Detroit, and more U.S. cities. Apple has added cycling directions for several parts of the Midwest, including Chicago, Detroit, Indianapolis, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, and Charleston. According to Apple Maps enthusiasts, uh, the, the updated coverage report reportedly includes all of Ohio and West Virginia, as well as parts of Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, and Virginia. Uh, since uh, the beginning of April, Apple's been quietly adding cycling directions for all parts of the Northeast, which suggests that uh, they're going to be expanding in even further, uh, which uh, this is great the, that Apple does maintain also a list of areas where the where cycling directions are available on its website, but they've never really included it in Apple Maps. I'm starting to see a lot of uh, a lot of expansion uh, with Apple Maps and adding more and more of this kind of stuff. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Um, so I'm really excited about the NFL. Wait a second. No, um, <laughs> that's why I didn't even, even bother you with that. He just I, loves the costumes. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. Their costumes are so much fun. Um, <laughs> so I'm actually, I actually am excited about the cycling directions thing. I live in an area where bicycling is a big thing and, uh, and adding this into the maps, is just to me like like a no-brainer if if you live in an area where you don't have to drive a car all the time then give me as much data as you can about all my alternatives um uh unfortunately this is not available in boulder yet and uh, yeah Uh, but when it is you, you can rest assured that I will be out biking around, testing it out to see how accurate it is. And what I'm hoping is that it will have a, a, a level of interactivity. Um, for example, in Boulder, a lot of our bike trails are also part of the, the flood mitigation system. So it would be nice to know when I bring up a, a cycling map, if 
if uh, one of the routes that I'm planning on taking has an area that's temporarily blocked off because say like spring runoff is super high. And, uh, and so there's part of, uh, of the trail system that's now underwater because it's actually redirecting the water. So we don't have a flood. There you go. Uh, what do you think? Kelly? Well, I, I think if Jeff could manage to find his way here, all of Oregon is listed as cycling right. instructions as well as specifically Portland. So um, there's only like two mountain ranges between us. So I don't think it's going to be that big a deal. Um, but let me uh, reinflate my tires, make sure, make sure they're good to go. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about it because one of the things that I really like about any level of directions in Apple maps is how it works on the Apple watch. And so it's even easier if you are walking and you don't, you know, you don't need to pull out your phone or if you're, uh, what I like to do, if I need them, um, instead of just look at maps, figure out which road is the one with the wreck on it and then close maps and go drive the other way. Um, mm. if I'm actually using the, the directions, I don't have to look quite so much at, you know, at another screen or anything because I can feel my watch tap me on the arm and tell me, and it does that with walking directions. And it can also do that, uh, with the cycling directions. And so it'll be even nicer, I think, to do it that way. Um, so I'm looking forward to it, uh, especially for, and this is not me, but especially for people who have a cellular Apple watch, because then you don't have to have your phone with you at all. And then you just, you know, here's where I'm going and you head out and, and get all of that. So, um, I'm, I'm glad to see the maps is continuing to evolve and I'm glad to see that they're continuing to roll things out. And the footnote I would have to this is that, that the link to the list that Apple maintains is like a massive web page of all the services that Apple offers and where they are at. So if you're looking for where can I use Apple Pay Transit or you want to know where the look around stuff on Apple Maps mm-hmm. is or um, uh, handwriting recognition, like you can look on that page somewhere and it will show you. And it's just a very handy thing to have uh, in your bookmark somewhere if you need it. All right. Uh, did you have anything to add, Warren, before we move on? Um, much like Apple Fitness Plus, I'm very excited for the people who exercise. All right. Which is not me. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the AirPods that were looted by Russians giving away their location via Find My. Uh, a Ukrainian man ha- ha- has been tracking the mo- movements of retreating Russian forces using a pair of AirPods stolen from his, uh, uh, from his home near Kiev. Uh, uh, they told the Times of London that uh, that Apple Bluetooth headphones were swiped by Russian forces from from his home. Assuming soon thereafter they were stolen, they were able to they, they realized they could be tracking the movements with the Find My app. I find this to be rather interesting, um, and they even post images uh, on the Find on the Find My app and on Instagram to show where they were when they were when they were doing this. I had some trouble laughing about this. Uh, what do you think, Kelly? This is uh, this is definitely interesting. Uh, I, I'm really entertained by it because I sort of love the judo flip of weaponizing somebody committing a crime against me. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, like he definitely came out ahead when you, you know, from a certain point of view, um, it definitely seems like, uh, you know, he's much better off, you know, he, he's much better off because like he can just see them wherever. And so I very much um, 
Uh, I also liked uh, the person who commented and said, like, could you hook a dude up with a new pair of AirPods? Yeah, I need, I need a pair. <laughs> now mine are gone. <laughs> well, like somebody else commented on it was like, hey, Apple, you should send him a pair since, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's he's out a pair. And, you know, so um, I just really. I really uh, I, I did appreciate that piece of it, the fact that somebody would do something like that and that it was sucky yeah. and, you know, like all of that, like goes without saying. But I do very much appreciate that um, they actually <laughs> that yeah. he, he sort of found a way to make it work for him. So um, I just sort of enjoy that. Absolutely. Jeff, any thoughts on that? Yes. Karma is a bitch. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, anything uh, from you, Warren, about this? Nah. Uh, you know, nah. It's funny and sad, but, you know. It's, uh, it is sad, obviously, what's going yeah. on in Ukraine right now. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, again, if technology stops us, we're all, um, you know, off with that too. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, and the last story I had here, this was uh, about the brave and DuckDuckGo browsers. Uh, they did some updates and uh, they're working on pushing uh, privacy when it comes to Google amp. As we know what Google amp is, amp technology is the uh, mm-hmm. way it gives you, which I cannot stand uh, that, that, that it gives extensions to Google to let you for you surfing to find a, a particular website that you're surfing for. Uh, Dave, so Dave, uh, I, I'm going to interrupt you and correct you because okay, please. what what AMP really is is Google system to scrape all of your content and yeah. uh, and make it theirs so that they're getting the traffic and not you. Boo Google. Yeah. Okay, now, now please continue. Yeah, no, the, I, I, it's always hard to explain that to people what what AMP really is. Uh, but the article says here, uh, uh, two major web developers on Wednesday announced updates designed to affect, affect the functionality of Google's AMP, which stands for Accelerated Mobile Page Technology. The Brave browser and DuckDuckGo browser and extensions will give users the option to finally be able to disable AMP. And then, like I say, like you said, Jeff, why they should you even care about AMP, but you may not realize this, but when you're on an iPhone or an iPad and you do a Google search, tap on the search result and open the web page, web page may not may be an AMP version, not the original websites. If you so, do it from Windows, if you do it from Windows, is it is it WinAMP? <laughs> Warren, do you want to have to go and wait in the car? It yeah, kicks, it does kick the llama's ass. I just have to yeah. you know, tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, bottom line here is this is great. Uh, privacy is starting to expand. looks like even DuckDuckGo Duck, Duck, is actually doing a lot more expansion. I mean, they just they put uh, the, the web browser for but Mac and beta. I just got that. Um, so they're, they're really pushing some privacy. But I think if anything is this could help is AMP could go away. <laughs> I wish it would. What do you think, Kelly? Uh, yes, that, which uh, is why I was hissing earlier when you said we had to talk about AMP. Um I don't like it and I don't like what it does to a web page. Like if I'm right. looking at a web page, I want it to look like I'm on the edition. I'm on in touch with iOS.com. I'm on, you know, whatever the pages that I'm looking at and not like what Google has decided that page should look like. Um, Cause I've been on the internet a really long time and whatever awful design decision somebody wanted to make, like respect it. You know, it's, it's not up to Google what that person's design decisions were. So it should be fine. Um, So 
I'm I'm glad to see it, and I'm glad to see um, more of this. Uh, privacy is a really good idea, and maybe we should get on that. And you know, maybe not everybody needs to know everything about everybody by default. If you want to hand that information over, it should be your decision to make, not Google's decision, not Chrome's decision, not Facebook's decision. It should be yours. Right. So you should be asked if that's the thing you want to do. And maybe for some people it is, and maybe for some people it isn't, but you should at least have the option presented to you. So anything that makes that happen, I've been using DuckDuckGo for ages. And part of the reason that I really like it is I've not noticed, well, gee willikers, I've gone through three pages of search results and can't find anything relevant to what I'm looking for has never, ever, ever, ever happened to me. So I get really good search results. The page loads unbelievably quickly. I don't have to worry about creepy stuff happening elsewhere on my computer or on my phone if I click on an ad on DuckDuckGo and it, like all of it's better. And so uh, they also like don't show me any amp links. And so I also like that about yeah, it too. It's, it's, so it's yeah, all around, like I'm just glad to see more security and more uh, sort of common levels of security. You know, most people, even if they're not using it, most people know what two-factor is. Most people know use unique passwords and all that kind of stuff and all the things we used to talk about over on Security Friday. Um, though Having those things become more and more common pieces of conversation right. and not sound like, uh, you know, a paranoid person screeching on a street corner is a much, it is a much better conversation because it benefits everybody. And one of the, like I said, the good thing about both Brave and DuckDuckDo is it's going to give you the option to be able to de-amp, that's what they're calling it, uh, that it'll, it'll allow you to not have that ever come up now we did talk about this app this article mentioned this as, as well as amplosion i think jeff you you you, you might recommend this amp this app and uh, i think i i purchased it, it was 2.99 and it's a good example if you want to continue to use safari on your iphone or ipad this this uh that app will allow to redirect amp pages right back to the original mm-hmm. site so so there are ways around it um, you know but i um uh i am glad that brave and DuckDuckGo are doing this I am not comfortable with Google being the arbiter of all internet content, but that's what Google wants to be. And, uh, and AMP is part of that. Their push to replace uh, cookies with their own tracking system is part of that as well. Um, uh, Chrome and by extension, all Chromium based browsers are part of that. And it's just important that we have systems that try and keep Google in check. Otherwise, Google does become the uh, the arbiter of all content on the internet. And I that is not an internet that I want to be on. Yeah, so either. so pretend real fast I'm a normal computer user, not like us here. Mm-hmm. That'd, be, that'd right. be a big pretend. That would be a big pretend. And I don't care. I don't know what AMP is and I don't know. I care about trackers and things like that. They wouldn't even know. I drove by. So... And I tried DuckDuckGo a while ago, and I haven't used it in a while. But the search results, when I tried it, was worse than Bing, and that's saying something right there. Yeah. I don't know if it's gotten – and this was a while ago, so this could be like Apple Maps where it was, you know, in the beginning, Apple Maps wanted you to to drive off cliffs, but now now it's okay. So we could do that now. you know, we we had we had a scary time where we had to use Google Maps if we wanted to know where we wanted to go uh, instead of Apple Maps. But anyways, um, the uh, 
there, you know, there's a sign in Philadelphia now, a big sign that says, you know, they're they're promoting it. DuckDuckGo is being promoted everywhere. She signs and things. Yeah, so they're trying to get the word out. So I guess my question is, uh, for those who used it, is it better? Search? I, better. I think so. Like I said, yeah, I've never had was- a problem finding results. And I... Um, and it loads super fast. And if I go look at shopping results, nothing creepy happens anywhere else. Right. You know, I don't even Facebook ads for the thing I searched for. Because even now, Bing still sucks. I mean, I've I've tried things other than Google to find something and failed. Well, you know, it's it's bad. You know, it, the Bing is still yeah. bad, and DuckDuckGo was bad. So. Hopefully, yep. uh, yeah. Hopefully, I'll try it again. So you're saying to try it, Kelly? You're saying give it a so. shot? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I agree as well. Yeah. I've, so. I use it for some reason. I mean, it's my default browser, my default search engine. I use it for everything, but a lot of times, what I'm looking for is reasonably specific. They so. have a brow- Do they have a browser now? They were talking about it, weren't they? Yes. Is they have, they have yeah. a browser. They have an app on an on, app. on iOS, okay. and then there's a Mac, there's a Mac version, which I'm actually. Yeah. Looking at it right now, but they're they're it's an invitation only. You you have to. Uh, it's it's a national it. browser. It's it's a browser. <laughs> it's like yeah. the an, it's like the anti tour browser. Well, I don't know. It's sort of like a tour browser. I get. I don't yeah. know. I, it's like a tour browser, but not slow. It's a tour yeah. browser, not slow, and it, and it's for people who care about privacy, not people who want to like, um, you know, get into the deep dark internets, uh, from the yeah. tour browser. The, the onions, mm-hmm. the layers of the onions were dark uh, web. I, I did a search yeah. for dark web once and I didn't know what was going on. So I stopped. I got scared. Has anybody, not, and this is, has anybody been there? I mean, seen it? I couldn't even tell you what it is, the dark web. So, Warren, think, think of the dark web like Fight Club. The first rule <laughs> is you don't talk <laughs> about dark web. Right, but somebody Which has to. Which is why you have to whisper dark web. Well, well somebody like, has to talk about it because some people, I mean, you'll see the posts on, you know, like like people on to making fun of other people, like, you know, how do I get on the dark web? And, you know, they had to Google how to get on the dark web. And, and, you know, it is like the Five Club, but we're pretty smart with computers and I still haven't figured it out. So, I mean, um, I don't know. It's that's like a whole other topic. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting topic and it's computer related. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on. We got a lot more on the agenda here. Okay, oh, uh, ten more minutes. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Good. Uh, uh, so, so let's go ahead and move on to the topics. Uh, as as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is the two hundredth episode of of In Touch with iOS. Very exciting times here. We uh, uh, I can't believe we started this six years ago, and uh, things have just spun. Uh, we've had so much fun. A lot, a lot of great things have happened, but uh, I wanted to kind of just spend just a few minutes here, just to kind of look back and a little bit and you know, the, the the next hundred episodes. What 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 did we see uh, over those times, uh, and uh, and and what has changed? Um, and we I mean we've obviously gone through a lot of iOS and iPadOS releases, and iPhones, iPads, Apple Watches, and. Uh, the Apple One Bundle was, I think, was one of the notable uh, announcements. Uh, Kelly, not to put you on the spot, what what do you think stood out for the last last couple of years here um, that really stood out to you? What Apple has done uh, uh, up to today? Um, well, I would say if I if I'm getting a couple of years, then I would say M1 um, because we're seeing the yeah. rapid yeah. evolution of that 
And uh, this is the first time that Apple's not beholden to anybody else, because every time they made their own processors prior to this, it was a partnership. So it was with Motorola. It was, you know, sort of like ostensibly with Intel to have Intel processors in Apple hardware. And so any time, you know, the, the 68K processor, the PowerPC processor, the Intel processor, those were all reliant on other people. And this is 100% in-house. And I think that's part of where the innovation came from of, you know, what if we built a processor that was system on a chip, but we built it with this little like Lego end so that we could hook two of them together and turn that into a computer. Like, I think that's what comes from being able to execute on something like that when you control it all the way down to the like assembly interpreter level. So that piece of it, um, I think comes from Apple being 100% in-house and uh, it and a notable piece of that, which I think is also interesting, is that uh, they told us about something that's coming. So when we got the, the Mac Studio, that's its name now, Ask your parents. Um, when we got the Mac, I can hear the drum kit now. Yeah, I thought you could. Just say the word. When we got that machine, and they were talking about you know system on a chip, and you know we made it this Lego thing. Then they said that means that there's only one machine left that has not made the M1 transition. It's the Mac Pro, and that's a different presentation. Back to you, and left. And so there was this casual little grenade of like the Apple Silicon Mac Pro is a comment. Um, I think it'll be June and I'm very excited about that. But I think watching how this rolled out, watching how um, you know we've gotten iterations and like even just the iterations in M1, like I cannot imagine what something is going to have to be able to do in order to be considered M2 classification, right? Because we've seen what the M1 can do and what happens if you take two of them and stick them together? And I, so I, like, I'm really excited to see where this goes now that Apple is the only limiter yeah. on their, on the innovation, on the the design, on the the iteration of all of it. So um, that has been probably the most notable thing to me because Apple has sort of done their own chips before, uh, but this is the first time it's been only Apple at the wheel. And so I'm very, very, very curious to see how this continues to evolve over time. Yeah. Jeff, you have any thoughts? Um, okay. So first, as you were first starting to talk about all of this, my cat decided to knock my keyboard off of my desk because that's where she wanted to sit. I so, wonder what's, well, I got typed in the notes there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be my cat that added uh, uh, additional content to the notes. So... I need the context of what I'm answering. <laughs> I completely missed it. Most notable uh, Apple stuff in the last little yeah. while. Yeah, last little while oh, since, okay. since the last since the next hundred episodes. Yeah. Okay, that that's actually easy and probably not what you're going to expect me to to say, and Go that ahead. is Apple's original streaming content. Okay. Apple has stepped up their game. Well, okay. Apple stepped up their game when they decided that they wanted to be in the space. And, uh, and they did that by hiring the right people and giving them free reign to go and do their thing. And that blank in and checks. Of yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, here's a checkbook and we've signed them all. Just go do stuff. 
and uh, let us know how it goes. Go apply these around town and get back to us. That's not Apple's way, but that's what they did. And the result was they gave us this, uh, this streaming platform that is, that is uh, uh, cranking out some, some really good quality stuff and uh, and they've made sure that they have the tools in place so that it's easy for all of us to see that content regardless of what device we're on yep mm-hmm. that right. to that, me that, that's that, that's a huge thing and uh, and it's the thing i think a lot of people are overlooking yeah no that's that's great and then uh, finally warren what uh what one noble thing uh, that you to uh, youth could say we, we you and I have talked about across all these all these shows well first i have to thank jeff for having you repeat what we were talking about before because um <laughs> uh, you know the only thing i've been thinking about was were what i've been doing for the last 6 years i guess cuz uh, i'm just well, trying to figure out you were only part not all those 6 years but <laughs> well yeah like i <laughs> a yeah, small portion <laughs> was 5 I don't know, whatever. But um, yeah, no, it's a uh, yeah, time flies. Um, the yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously the M1 Max are the biggest of the last couple of years, I think. And M1 and the iPad too. Um, yeah, maybe. But the, the M1 Mac came out first, right? And that was. That was a thing. And, you know, once that was, that was a shocker, right. When it came out and and it was awesome. Right. So the, you know, the press was great. It was fast and things like that. The fact that they, they got it to that point was good. The fact that they started shoving it into other devices does, you know, fine, whatever. That's not as cool or impressive, but, um, because that's what, no, obviously if the reviews were terrible and people hated it, they wouldn't have done it, but you know, they, they knew what they were doing. So they, they, they had a plan and they said these, you know, uh, the, the silk, uh, the transition was probably being planned for at least 10 years. Right. You would think yeah. if not more, um, an hour and a half after the Intel deal ink dried, they went, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> They, yeah, they, I mean, they, I mean, Guy was saying it for years too, right? He was saying like they were going to do this a long time before they they didn't, and he changed his mind. But um, you know, it it made sense. Uh, you know, of course, his Guy's vision was kind of my vision too. Was it was going to be more of a, since they had the iPhone running on Apple Silicon. They were going to do more of a merging of the iOS's, like a, a merge of the Mac and the mobile device, rather than a whole separate class of you know desktop and laptop, um, yeah. which is what guy was. You know, guy always brings out his what's the new one he has now the uh, uh, Dex. He's fascinated with these devices where you could take this little device and use it as a phone, and then plop it on your desk and use it as a desktop. Um, because and that's what I was and that's what I was pushing to at one point, and it still might happen. Apple might come back, you know, continue yeah. to merge two together, where you know you could have something the size of a phone that transforms into you know whatever you want. You know, think Apple Glasses, right? That's the concept. The concept yeah. is you can have the Apple Glasses and your phone, and I won't need a Mac anymore. I won't need a big screen because the screen. If you think about why what's what's better why do people gravitate towards a, you know, a bigger screen or, or a desktop it's it's a screen so it's a screen so um you know if we had an ipad the size of 
the smarter, you know, if they perfect that, it would be great. And if you had it in front of you, in front of your eyes on the glasses, even better. Yeah. All right. Uh, just to wrap up uh, the 200th uh, celebration, um, I wanted to make an announcement. Uh, we actually, I actually have started a Patreon campaign. We're going to start <gasps> that uh, as of the day. Nice. Um, so you go to patreon.com slash in touch with iOS. And we got, uh, I've started with two tiers. I've, uh, I have the purple tier and the, and the red tier. And we're going to you know anybody who is, is, is interested. We'd love to have you, uh, support and become a Patreon. And, uh, uh, if you would do the, the, if you do the purple tier, it's $5. If you do the, uh, the red tier, it's $10, $10. You will get a, 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 a premium, Email. I'm working on throughout some of this stuff, but uh, but uh, you get a premium email address that will be sent to you, and uh, and you'll get to ask questions directly to me, and 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 all the other panel members that come on the show. So uh, so so uh, if you could support the show, it'd be great. We're still doing buy me a coffee as well, but uh, Patreon.com/slash In Touch with iOS and uh, check it out. We'd appreciate it. Um, let's go ahead and move on here and uh, talk about beta because you know Warren is always in beta and uh, beta fifth. 15.5 beta two has, uh, has come out uh, this week. Anything new on that horizon? Warren? Uh, like here, you said Warren's always in beta, like not my devices, but me. Well, you, know, you are too. Like, but... like my, me personally are in beta. I'm no, in beta. no, no. Warren's always in beta. devices. Uh, well, no, my, as I said, my Mac just uh, decided to reboot. So that could be a new feature of uh, the Mac beta. Uh, I didn't see it. In, I didn't see it in the release notes, but you never know. I could read it again. Uh, and my phone. When was this yesterday? They came. I think. Yeah. What's or was it yesterday? Yeah, it was Tuesday. I think. I think Tuesday. it was Tuesday. Yeah. Um, record. Yeah. Yeah. When I um um who's the shortcut queen? Um, Brittany. Is she the shortcut? Yeah. Is she. Oh, uh, or, or Rosemary Orchard. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, Brittany is who I'm thinking about. The, the oh, Brittany too. <laughs> Um, uh, it, it, it killed, uh, my shortcuts. So it, for some reason, the shortcuts, when I had to turn to, to say, don't prompt me, uh, when you run it, cause you could automate it, those came back and I can't turn it off. So now every time I try to use a shortcut, my phone says, are you sure? And I'm like, crap, this is probably the worst beta of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, all, all is the same. No problem. Okay. Uh, you got you guys have any other thoughts on beta before we move on here? I'm glad oh, Warren yeah. is the guinea pig for most of that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's I, running I, fine on my iPad Pro. I yeah. appreciate that Warren throws himself on that hand grenade for the rest of us. Yeah. I was gonna do it. Take everyone. one for the take one for the team. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I sent a bug report uh, saying uh, my Mac rebooted, and Tim Tim got right back to me. Uh, I bet. And said, so, yeah, uh, thanks for reporting this. So you have uh, you have iOS 15.5 beta 2, iPad OS 15.5 beta 2, uh, watch OS 8.6. No, no change. No idea if anything's happened. Same thing with TV OS. So I, I mentioned those as well. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on. Um, I was found this is an interesting story here uh, about uh, uh, we talked about this on Mac Voices Live too, but I, I thought it would still be good for this audience as well uh, that could Apple possibly release a combined HomePod with Apple TV and FaceTime camera? 
Uh, we take that. Uh, we, we're going to kind of chat a little bit about that possibilities. So Mark Ehrman, who's a uh, you know uh, very authentic when having a lot of it, rumor information uh, from Bloomberg, uh, says that they they he still seems to think that Apple is still working on a combined device, as I mentioned. Um, uh, Jeff, what what do you think about this? I, I I, I, we talked about this, but I like to I like to hear your your opinion again here. You know, we've got Alexa. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> we've got the Amazon Echo, <laughs> yeah. and we have the and we have the HomePod, and uh, we have the Google device. Um, why why why, why why not uh, why not Apple do, get into this arena too, having a small little screen? Um, you know, since we talked about it on Mac Voices Live, I've been thinking about it more. Yeah. Um, for Apple to make this device. They need to bring something to market with it that is different and better. And if it's just a uh, um, a FaceTime appliance, then that's not enough to differentiate this product. Yeah. Uh, what I think would be a better product would be a, like a, an Apple TV accessory that gives you FaceTime on your television. So you can sit on the couch and have mm-hmm. big screen family discussions if that's your thing, and um, uh, and then well, I suppose you could also connect it to uh, to a Mac, you know, like set it on top of the display for whatever Mac you have. Sure. Um, to me, that just seems like a better way to go. Add a camera to the Apple TV. Yeah, well, yeah, it would be yeah, like a, like a camera accessory for Apple TV. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, there was another article I put in here that uh, 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 another idea, possibly, could this be a, a tiny studio display, just like the Apple Studio display? I think that's a little far-fetched, honestly. Uh, I, I disagree I, with, with German and I it, in what will come as a surprise to approximately no one. Yeah. Um, I think he's half right. I think Apple's working on something, and I think they're working on, on sorry to get technical, I'm a jigger what you can hook up to the TV. But I don't think it's going to have anything to do with cameras. I think if they can manage to take that little bit of of Apple TV and a little bit of those itty bitty speakers that sound really good, not OG HomePod slash HomePod Max good, not you went and bought an actual AV system that uses a receiver and whatnot good, but, you know, much better than most people can get for that same amount of money. And maybe it's a sound bar. Maybe it's... um you know, and uh, like a, a longer unit that can sit on top of a DVD player that is your Apple TV and your speakers, you know, something like that. That's like more of a cabinet unit that includes the sound. I don't think the camera is the magic here. I think it's Apple leveraging the set top box and the that you hook to a TV and the speakers that people like to hook to the TV and putting all of that in one thing and then having that one device be the thing that you hook to the TV. Because you can airplay and share play and all of that. And like you need a secondary device to do, you know, share play to do, um, you know, the, the, the FaceTime and stuff so that you can have the chat while you're both watching the screen over here. So I think I don't think it would make sense to do it the other way. So I don't think the camera necessarily enters into that. I think it's going to definitely be more of a um, we're going to combine the HomePod and the Apple TV, not FaceTime and the Apple TV. I have an idea. Go for it. I have no doubt. Have you ever wanted to take an iPad and mount it on like the wall next to the kitchen as a home control, you know, kind of screen kind of thing? 
maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is going to be that device. The iPad kiosk. I mean, I mean, that's basically what it would be. That's I mean, I would I've thought about doing it so many times where you just have the whole map open. Right. Mm -hmm. All the time. So it's basically you got your home app and you could push it. I mean, it's made for it. Right. Yeah. That's that's, you know, that's what it would be. And they Mm -hmm. sell they sell these buttons. um, They sell buttons now for home get two, where you could get like screens and things like that, where you could kind of put them up permanently somewhere. Yep. There you go. Yep. Um, So, I mean, those that's, you know, that'd be cool. I would I would do that. And if they don't do that, I might now hang an iPad up somewhere. So I think that's pretty neat. Kelly, oh. I came up with the brand name for the product you described. So, yes. you know, the, the HomePod soundbar with an Apple TV built in. Um, I'm calling it the Apple Theater. Ooh. Kelly's Apple Theater. <laughs> because Kelly came up with the that, idea. The, yes, Kelly's Apple Theater. And the thing about it is, like, th- I feel like this is going to be another way for Apple to do something with the Apple TV that is not the stick. Because I still want an Apple TV stick that you just put in the HDMI port on the back, like a fire TV sticker, Hulu stick. I want that, but from Apple and they don't make one. And it makes me very unhappy um, because I would rather have those instead of the streaming sticks I have already. So here's the problem guys. When we all have the Apple glasses in two years, what are we going to do with all this <laughs> crap that we're not going to look at anymore? Warren, honey, we live parents. Oh, we're not going to look. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to look at my parents. This is going to be cutting it. And Apple TV is going to be cutting edge for my parents. Yeah. But for us, we're going to have, we're going to be wearing these things that basically yeah. have iOS in front of us. Right. Then I don't need the, then I don't need an Apple TV anymore. And so my mom, I don't need anything. And you don't need a TV. I mean, if they work like, the way okay. work. we went 4k earlier this year and I'm here to tell you, I'm not getting rid of that TV. I don't Kelly, care what Apple puts in my eyeballs. I'm not Kelly, getting rid of that TV. If Apple comes out with something that looks like this and you put it on and basically you have it every, you know, Pass. Star Trek, think Star Trek. If you put this on and you have Star Trek, he held up some glasses, by the way. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I am the last person who will get them. And I'll tell you why we're all because we're all going to have our futuristic glasses and, and like no TV. And, and Kelly's also Kelly. be like hugging her for this. I'm never getting rid of this TV. And we're okay. like, I can't hug the TV. It's like 75 <laughs> inches wide and I can't get my arms around it in any direction. Kelly, why are you watching thing. that stupid thing? <laughs> because I paid a ridiculous amount of money for a laser upgrade to these eyeballs. So I didn't have to wear glasses anymore and yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. going back. Do you, can we have a short discussion real fast? Sorry. I, I want to bring oh, this up about a laser upgrade for my eyeballs. Yes. Cause exactly. Cause I we're had tight on time here. So keep it really fast. Here. I had LASIK too uh, a long time ago. I don't know. Mine like, wasn't LASIK. Uh, okay. I had laser PRK because I have weird eyeballs for some reason. And so they were they did one or the other and said, LASIK is not for you. And I said, OK, OK, well, I got LASIK. So I'm not, you know, when they first when it first came out and people were wondering if you're going to go blind. And so I, I'm, I'm good. It was a long time ago. Um, I don't know if I told you guys, but they were coming out with the drops. Remember, I said the drops for the. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're doing the eyes. Uh, eyeball juice drops. I did mm-hmm. it. I'm, I'm on. Uh, it's been days five or six. And I don't wear these, and um, it, it it it's not bad. And the doctor gave me uh, two free bottles of it. It's eighty bucks a month. So if you need Oof. reading glasses, I mean, but still, I, I mean, so 
with the laser. So I had the laser vision. I had the laser uh, LASIK to, because I couldn't see far away. Now I could see far away. And now I have the drop so I could see close. I don't know what's coming next. Like if I can't see in, in the middle of the two, I'm going to have to do something. You know, they'll have to do another surgery or something. They'll give you glasses for that. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Um, but yeah, no, it, uh, I mean, if you guys want to try it, it didn't burn my eyeballs out. Yeah. All right. Uh, one last topic I wanted to hit on real quick here is uh, a lot of press this week about Netflix losing lots of subscribers. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, I, it's getting into a point I was getting tired of hearing about it, honestly. Uh, you know, they said it lost 200,000 subscribers and the losses continued to go down, go down. Their stock prices dropped like something like 35%. Uh, and they said they, they were expecting to add 2.5 million per subs- of subscribers in the first quarter, but it didn't, didn't hit that target. Uh, so, and they, and then they, of course they've been t- testing an extra payment system. And then also they blame the fact that, uh, people share their, their family's password with everybody. So they're losing money that way. Um, and I just, I, th- I think it's kind of crazy what, what they're thinking is as far as where it goes with, with streaming services. And, and we talked about Apple TV plus earlier, but I mean, let's face it, Netflix's model was, it, it needs to evolve and it ha- really hasn't in my opinion. They kept uh, ratcheting up the price and didn't give anybody anything new right. to go with it that everyone was talking about. I mean, we still don't have a new season of Stranger Things. We there's not for obvious reasons. There's not any more House of Cards. There's not a Netflix oh. show or other piece of content like all I've heard about Netflix shows is either um, they got everyone I know loves this show, watched this show, told everyone they knew that they loved this show and it got canceled. Right. Or. There's just nothing or, you know, they ratcheted the price up another $2 and I can't justify it anymore because I just realized I wasn't watching it. I wasn't watching $20 worth a month, a month worth of Netflix or, you know, whatever the number is now I wasn't getting the value out of it and realized I wasn't getting the value out of it when the line item continued to expand on my credit card statement. So I ditched it. I mean, it has not, it has very little to do with sharing passwords because if they would just make it like, you know, it's it's five bucks for a person. It's seven bucks for a household. It's 15 bucks for five people, whoever they are. Right. And everyone gets their own login. The end. Like if they could make it cheaper for people to for more than one person to use the same account, then. it First of all, we know that's no engineering marvel. It's a thing that could just work. And like. It's fascinating to me that they're not like, wow, maybe we made it too expensive because the price went up and then the price went up and then the price went up. And Uh, it doesn't seem like anybody likes that the price went up and we're still not giving them anything new and interesting that they're all really excited about. It must be that everybody's sharing passwords is just the the dumbest explanation to me. I I see. Jeff, you have thoughts. Of course I have thoughts. Um, Kelly, you, I mean, you're nailing it and and you're right. Netflix's problem, I don't think is related specifically to password sharing, although I'm sure it plays a role in that. The real problem is their strategy that they have taken towards content and uh, getting a wide base of content on top of the library that they've had 
was good to uh, to keep new stuff coming in. The problem was they were setting the threshold for for renewing shows too high. Mm-hmm. And if they if they didn't have a blockbuster hit with season one, there was no season two. Right. If they had and a blockbuster no hit with season one, that. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but even if they had a blockbuster hit, it still wasn't a guarantee for season two. Right. One and, day at a time, for example, is a show that every single person that I know watched it and loved it and told Netflix, I know you can see my account. Look how many minutes I've watched it. Look how much I love it. Go look at my Twitter timeline and look at all the times I went on and on about it. And it got out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they yeah. didn't ever come out. They never come out and say season three had 25 percent of the viewers of season one. So obviously people weren't weren't excited about it anymore that's why we got rid of it they never any sort of transparency into anything like that and we know they've got the stats they know exactly how many minutes every single account watched every single thing on netflix and they're not and and they don't use any of that they just come out and go it must be passwords all those people that weren't paying us any money still aren't and somehow we lost money for that well, yeah. also i know i'm not great at math but i'm not that bad at math either there's also competition. The streaming wars have 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 begun. There's Absolutely. So, there's so many different services. Hulu is doing very well. People share their passwords for Hulu all the time. I mean, come on. It, is, it isn't just Netflix. You got Disney Plus. You got HBO Max. You got, I mean, I can just go on and on. All these different other services that are out there. And I probably subscribe to a fair amount of them because you know, <laughs> I, I, I like the content because of, of it. And luckily with Netflix and T-Mobile subscribers get, you know, get a nice little perk that it pays part a good chunk of the bill anyway. So it's not costing me a ton of money, but, but still Netflix needed to adapt, to adapt to it. And, and here, here comes Apple TV plus. I think this is, this is really, uh, this is really going to be their way of getting even further away for $5 a month. They're able to, to handle that. And if they raise the price, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if that ever happens with Apple. Uh, but, uh, but you, you definitely see you definitely see some huge things going on with with with, with streaming uh, services, and I, I I'm 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 excited to to to, to I'm excited to see uh, uh, the uh, uh, where where things go. Um, and then I put a little link in the show notes here about CNN Plus has died after a month <laughs> because no one Wait, was watching. I forgot it even launched. I know Wait, it did a lot. Yes, exactly. And it, 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 it lasted less time than Quibi did. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Quibi was what, six months. So, so <laughs> you got, you, you got uh, a service like CNN. I thought that was the craziest thing in the world. Who, who is in their right mind is going to want to pay for, <clears throat> for extra content from CNN. I mean, it mm-hmm. just wasn't a smart thing, but yeah. With well, now that War- Time Warner, the Warner Media is now sold and it's merged with Discovery. Discovery, you know, I think the th- things are even going to change even more. Uh, AT and T starts getting out of out of this mar- out of the market now. Finally, out, out of out of media, uh, and uh, I think uh, things will continue. Do you have any other thoughts, Warren? Before we wrap up, uh, yeah. Uh, first, Kelly and Jeff, show me on this doll where looks <laughs> hurt you. Just point to where they hurt you. Okay, there. Stranger Things season four. That was Mickey. Just saying. Netflix didn't invent, you know, there were producers. Anyways, like they said, we have T-Mobile. We've gotten for free. I've subscribed to Netflix uh, ever since they sent me the the CDs in the mail. Yeah, me too. Like the the beginning, even the beginning of that. They they rarely 
in all the years that they've been around get bad press. And, you know, I, I, you know, everybody made a lot of money during the pandemic who were in home people, right? Netflix, you know, for the movie industry and, and to deliver uh, food delivery. Cause that's what we were doing. We were sitting home watching Netflix and eating um, during the pandemic pandemic starting to end. People are getting out more people are watching less yep. Netflix. Netflix is seeing that number drop and they're panicking and they're saying, Hey, you know what? You know, we're probably going back to around where we were before the pandemic and, you know, people get hungry and greedy and they're like, you know, well, you know, we, we can do this. Let's keep doing that. And, you know, when it doesn't happen, you know, you get these kind of news conferences and of course they're going to just say, you know, (laughs) they're not going to come out and say, we're doing bad because, you know, our content sucks. They're going to say, you know, we're doing bad because, you know, you guys are stealing from us more or less. And, you know, that's what they're saying. Um, Probably a combination of both. Um, I have favorite shows. I couldn't tell you what, uh, I couldn't tell you what service around because like Dave, I'm subscribed to every single one, but I have, if somebody (laughs) told me a show, I would have to like Google of what service I have to tune to, to watch that show again. Um, Netflix. There are services for that. <laughs> I know. You know it's called the Google. TV app. Yeah, Google. I open yeah. up Google. I say, yeah, handmade yeah. tales. And they're like, watch on Amazon. And I'm like, okay, run the turn on Amazon. Um, and a final thought is, you know, I have no ill, bad against Netflix. I, I think they pioneered oh. the way to, uh, you know, without them, I think just like Apple with computers, without Netflix, we'd still be years behind in the streaming uh there was a uh, commercial way before netflix on tv and i forgot who who or why it was but uh a guy drives out to this like hotel in the middle of nowhere and he's watching uh, like the guy in the lobby is watching like this old tv and he's like what you're watching and he says anything i want at any time i want it's like how is that possible and now we're here. That I don't know. I'll I'll find a link to that because that was really a cool commercial too. But now we're here, and again, Netflix is the reason why we're there. So, uh, you know, and and all content, you know, providers should do well. I mean, you know, it's great. It's good for us, right? Yeah. You know, if mm-hmm. Netflix <laughs> if Netflix goes away tomorrow, Apple is not going to be five dollars a month for too much longer because yeah. competition, competition competition is what happens. So. You know, yeah. the people who wish Google to go away or Facebook to go away, there's consequences. And, you know, just be aware of what they are. Competition is good for us as consumers, always. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and wrap things up here. But uh, before I wrap things up, I wanted to say th- thank you to everybody listening. That 200 episodes is awesome. I wanted to hopefully get 200 more. I'm so grateful to everybody in the Apple community that I've become friends with over the years have been part of this show. I uh, have a lot of great guests over, over the last few years. And notably, Jeff and, and Kelly, you've been here uh, uh, all the time. I, I can't thank you enough for great being regulars of guests here and I really appreciate it. And you, Warren, I appreciate you being the co-host here. You've been very, very supportive and very great to, to, to work with there. And uh, we have a lot of fun with the show. Thank you. We, you can uh, tell it's a special occasion because Warren showed up, even though I was going to be on. <laughs> That's right. You, you got here. And we finally have proof that you two are separate people. <laughs> we are not yes. the same person. That's uh, right. Okay. Um, so just I, for a I, moment. I, yes, Warren. I said if I would have read my email uh, of who went to, maybe I would have changed. But I, 
it was a surprise. <laughs> I got surprised that you were here. So that's great. So no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm well, happy to see you. So now that we're at the end, David, I want to say thank you for building this show, for taking it seriously, for continuing to invite me back. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say for continuing to invite Jeff back because it's always fun to listen to him too. And, yeah. and here's to you. Because let me make, let me make sure I, I I do that properly. There we go. Reverend Nat. Yeah, Reverend Nat. I got the water so here too. <laughs> here's to you, and and because you really took this and ran with it, and the and all of the involvement that you have, and how important it is to you to be a good community member and contribute, uh, yeah. makes it a lot easier for everyone else. And it you know, it, um, like I learn stuff from your show once in a while, or relearn stuff from your show sometimes. Oh, that's right, I forgot all about that. You know, like yeah. all of those moments, and I really appreciate that you do that and I love your approach to everything. And so I'm always excited when you have me back on the show and I'm, I, I love what you've, I love what you've done with the place. So thank I just wanted you. to say thank you because I know how much time and effort you put into it and how important it is to you. And so uh, I yeah. think it really shows and I want to make sure everybody else knows that too. Thank you, Kelly. And now that. I'm going to pile on. <laughs> God, uh, what have I done? Uh, I know. I, but, oh but no, you you're gonna have to on yourself. sit there and take it. Uh, I know. That's okay. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, seriously, this is wonderful. What, what you have done? Uh, Two hundred episodes. I what mean, have that, you done? I know. What? <laughs> my God, what have you done? Um, that it's, too. It's just. It's just fantastic. And yeah. you. You have found a way to to make all of this information that people can't get other places, but choose to come here. You found a way to make it approachable and friendly and fun. And every time you you say, Hey, Jeff, can you come back on to me? That's a treat because this is genuinely fun. And it just, just feels so great to get to be a part of this. So thank you. Thank you. This is also regular. It's your show too. So, you know, you're here more than I am, Jeff. Let's go. <laughs> and also Warren. Yeah, Warren. Okay. <laughs> thanks, thanks everybody. Let Let's go ahead and now go ahead and wrap up for this week. Uh, thank you. Now that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at intouchwithios. Support the show. You can support the show by buying me a coffee at intouchwithios.com slash coffee. We'd really appreciate it. And as I announced earlier, you can now become a Patreon, a uh, patron of our show by going to patreon.com slash intouchwithios. We have two tiers available. Please support the show. I'd appreciate it. Uh, make sure you like, share, and subscribe as uh, you are notified when we are streaming live on our YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com slash dg65. And you can also watch and listen to past shows. Visit In Touch with iOS magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics I will uh, say will be posted on that, flipped into the magazine, so you can go back and review uh, all the all those uh, notes from the show notes. You also can subscribe to the show on uh, into your favorite podcatcher, including uh, Pocket Casts and Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the ways to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at Davey65. And uh, Jeff Gamut, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Where can people find you? Thank you again. And uh, seriously, so much fun every single time. Yeah. Um, okay, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, jgamut on both. YouTube.com slash jgamut for my videos. And let's rattle off some podcasts. Tuesday evenings, uh, Mac Voices Live. Uh, Thursday mornings, well, afternoons on the big show. 
Thursday evenings uh, uh, here a lot now and uh, Friday mornings on the Mac show also on the context machine because Brian Chaffin and I have teamed up and uh, and we're doing our thing and having a lot of fun with it there's other stuff too and I'm sure I'm just forgetting it right now oh 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 tomorrow yeah uh, I just finished recording an episode of um um uh, crap! It's been a long day. I'm forgetting things. Uh, let's talk Bart photos. Bouchot's. Bart Bouchot's show. <gasps> Yay! Yes, and I think as we're recording, he's already published it, and we talk nice. about uh, Apple's uh, macro photography contest. There and you we go. Had so much fun. Go go listen to that. And uh, Kelly Gaman, thank you as always for being here. You're welcome anytime. Always love having you. Go ahead, tell everybody where they could find you. Um. Gosh, where can you find me? You can find me at the slice.tech where um, uh, I'm still in the process of getting everything spun up and out the door, but it's working. Uh, you can find me on I Want My MCU TV, which is a podcast at the Incomparable where we talk about the latest Marvel show streaming on Disney Plus. And holy cow, you guys, Moon Knight, you don't even know. Oh, um, so, yes. Right? So you can find me over there. Uh, you can find me talking about other things over on The Incomparable as well, usually Star Wars, uh, but recently we did an episode about the Daniel Craig era of James Bond, and uh, I got to be the Bond girl on that episode, so you can go check that out. You can find me on aftershowpodcast.com, where Mike Rose and I continue to record some fashion of the show we used to do at the Unofficial Off Weblog, and gosh, um, I know I'm forgetting stuff too. But you can also find me on Twitter as Verso. Great. And uh, Warren Sklar, as always, thank you for your support and being here. Where can people find you? Here. Um, thank, thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Kelly. Dave, thanks again for uh, letting me do this. It's fun. It's something to do. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, you guys are I'm definitely the oddball. You guys are the, the real podcasters and so that's fine. I'm just here because I like talking about computer stuff and arguing with Kelly. So, <laughs> uh, Warren, he, here's the insider secret. Yes. What you described, that's just what professional podcasting is. Yep. Showing up and talking with people and arguing with Kelly. Yes, yeah. that's yeah, correct. That, that's that's number one. Yeah. yeah. But but I. Number I one, stop using your iPhone headphones. Number two, come tell me I'm wrong. And number three, profit. Sure. Should I, I need to work make... on the telling you you're wrong because I keep saying, oh, Kelly, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that works too. Dave, should I have been getting paid for these past few years? Oh, that's the other I'm thing about being a professional yeah, yeah, yeah. podcaster. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, the, it's the kindness of your heart. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's fun. I enjoy it. So there, there you go. Thanks. All right. Yep. And uh, one last thing I'll mention in the chat room on, on youtube.com slash DameG65, uh, Craig... Uh, in the chat said uh, so true thanks uh, to, to us here at the show and th- uh, really appreciate you listening Craig uh, I wanted to give you a shout out as well here so but I wanted to thank everybody for listening hope you enjoyed the show I, en- I enjoyed doing it and everybody else did here as well so uh, until next time I will see you again soon